You're listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at 1-800-866-8883. Good evening. This is Roy Masters. I'm yelling because I have a little bit of a cold, which is very rare for me. I want you to go to my website. Not my, no, it's not, not my website, is it? It's Facebook. And you'll come down. If you just scroll down a little bit, I want you to stay there where Matt Drudge is, where he's about to have 13 million people listening. So there's much more. There's about 1,500 million people didn't listen. I mean, 15 million, no, 5 million, I'm sorry. Anyway, the reason I have a reason to to uh, discuss this with you. There's a re- much reason, a big reason, and, and that is 1998 or 99, and he had a little talk with me. And now I'll jump into why I've said that. And the question I'd like to ask you, if you, do, if you understand it or want to understand why so many of Americans hate Donald Trump. Now, Donald Trump is a real man. Exactly. A man, just like a man should be. Just like a soldier should be. Strong. Confident. Not easy. Knock down. Not give in. Except when he sees he's wrong. But, but what about... Donald Trump, our president, why do so many people hate him and fear him? That is a question I want to discuss, and I like your repose or your answers, your questions. And the number is 800-866-8883. Now, if you go to Facebook, I would just appreciate you doing it right away. There's only a one minute and ten seconds a discussion about the Fuhrer. And Matt Drudge is asking me a question about guns. But I changed the subject very quickly because I had something to say and he loved it. And it's been up there ever since, about a year and a half. And we put it aside. I want, I brought it back. There's something about Donald Trump, or let me just jump ahead of it, and I'll come to that. What, I, I, what I've been saying to, Don, not to Donald Trump, but to um, Matt Drudge, is this. And I'll try to remember it as exactly as I can, can say it. I said, I changed the subject and said, do you know why people uh, love Hitler? What's the love about him? What's the glory? And the, the answer is simple. And you may not believe it, but the, 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 the Nazis believe and when I say believe, that belief is possible because if you have fear or anger, 
And anger produces one of those two. You become aggressive and other people give in to you and try to make peace with you. And if you let them make peace with you, you can use them. Because if you don't do as you're told, then you get angry again and he gets upset and gives in again. Until the person who's the bully is powerful. And then he can love the person, in a manner of speaking, embolden his, the person he's, he's destroyed, has given in to him. And there's a sort of strange love-hate relationship because Hitler may understand that guilt of hating him makes them doubt themselves and want to give and to be sorry to make up for the the guilt they feel, they look for the, the love of the of the Führer, and when they're angry enough, they see the, the Führer, the person who is your Führer. You have a Führer, and you can you you understand this. After a while, you get angry and upset, and you give in. And after a while, if you don't get in, and you're in a situation, you, he'll be angry with you. And you have to give in. And after a while, he will reward you for giving in. And then you become a slave, a subject, one who loves something ugly and hates something beautiful. The foundation of human understanding teaches an observation exercise, often called meditation, which permits you to become objective toward your problems and allows your heartaches, bad habits, fears, and anxieties to be completely eliminated from your life without effort on your part. Until you have begun to practice this exercise, much of what you see and hear on the following program may be shocking and upsetting to you. But if you will listen calmly and with an open mind, you may discover the key to the peace of mind and joy for which you've been searching all of your life. And now from the foundation of human understanding, here is Roy Masters. Yes, uh, to continue my thought, we've been on the air for five minutes and a lot of people may have missed the thing I said. There's something about, there's something about Adolf Hitler we were talking about that. And there's a, they see him in a beautiful light. The Nazis used to say that if you have emotion, anger. By giving in, in other words, let me just take it in on an uh, everyday situation. You have somebody, you go to work, and you have a a bully. It could be the foreman, it could be any, it could be a woman, it could be anything. But if they are angry and you get upset, the upset favors the bully. And it does so because when you get upset, you feel guilty because you're not supposed to be afraid. You're not meant to 
be upset and be an appeaser, which you become. And so you got two choices, basically, and this is the Adolf Hitler example. If you have emotion, anger towards anger towards everybody and everything, and Hitler comes along and loves you, loves the worst in you, agrees and says, what a wonderful person you are. You're strong. I need strong people like yourself. And boy, the person who has met that person has already become the subject. In other words, because when you hate people, when you judge, you feel guilty. And although you're a winner, you still feel anxiety, something's missing. And if a man like Hitler comes along and says, we love you like you are, don't be afraid. And so you become a subject to Adolf Hitler, and they knew it. And the Nazis used to say, and this is what I'm trying to repeat, if you go to Matt Drudge on Facebook, you'll see 10 million people actually read it. It's only one, um, one minute and 10 seconds, but the way I said it to him, I'll say it roughly now. It's all about emotion. And emotion gives you two choices, only two, and many diseases. But it gets worse than just diseases. It's war. It's war with the good. See, because once you are angry and you create your own person. Now, first of all, I made a point about you being angry and and overbearing and you feel guilty and somebody comes along and loves you as you are. Like Obama, loves the worst in people. That's why they love him. And they, they embolden him. And he loves them more and takes money from your taxes and who work and, and give them to those who don't work. That's how you create the kind of people we have on the left. Have you got that? You love the worst. And when a, a country is big enough, you could actually have enough people who are loved by a lover. In other words, he loves the worst in them. So you have a conflict. You divide a country that way. Not everybody is so taken in, but that's the way it is. A huge percentage of Americans are not Nazis, but they're... They are spoiled brats. In other words, they, the average person, the kind of people on the left, are weaklings, cowards. They, they, they look for pleasure because there's something's gone wrong with them. And they don't want to see the thought wrong. They drink, they smoke, they have sex, they do everything wrong. It's like freedom. The more... They smoke dope. The more they drink to get rid of the anxiety of being angry and the more of a slave they become of it and especially explained when you have a, a person on, on drugs and maybe a girlfriend at the same time, which makes it even stronger. And, and what you can see to make it graphic is the, they're waiting for the pusher to rise 
from the darkness, if you see what I'm saying, to rise up and love you and give you the drug and you have to give something of yourself to the drug pusher. That is how people see the Nazis were said to see if you have emotion with the Fuhrer, you can see his glory, his greatness, and he loves you. He loves me for it. And then he gives you a pat on the back and gives you a position of doing unto others ugly things. And in turn, the ugly person does the same thing. It's, a ch it's exponential. You can create over a period of t five, ten years in Germany where nearly the whole, nearly the whole, actually the whole c country was controlled by that principle only. And the ones that are really weird, weird and, we, and, we, and weaselly appeasers, just to frighten the pieces, they make all the ammunition, etc., etc., and make the ammunition and the food and things like that. And they get, they get so you have a whole country ruined by the a Fuhrer. And seeing him in a light, which is really a dark light. But I've just explained something to you. Now, on the other side, if that's the case, that you could make a bad person build up the sense of worthless worth by giving in, by being an appeaser, and then being loved for being an appeaser, so that the same nature grows up in you to do it to others as was done to him. They will see you in that light, and you have a system of things. And so, whole countries can be taken over in that way. Now, there's another way of doing it. That's the German side. Then you have the Russian side. And basically, the, it's, it's, it's the same kind of thing, except with it starts with love. Like Obama. What is Obama? He's a Marxist. And Marxism, in those days of the Second World War, Marxism used a, a very similar sense. They love the worst in people. And if you look at socialism like that, you look to the left, and you can see the eight years of Obama, he was in, in, in position as a glorious person who loved the worst, the spoiled brats on the left, he loved them. And he multiplied them. And when he got into power, he made sure that people who work, he made it possible to, to destroy the, the, the work of the people so that there's less and less jobs. And the less jobs there are, the more people depend on him. And it, it can actually make you feel guilty and worthless. But that's what he wants. And when you feel guilty, you, you feel humiliated. Humiliated. I can't write it. Humiliated. I got to get it right. 
I almost got it right. It's close enough. Humility. What did you say? Humility. That's right. Thank you. And so I always have somebody helping me on the side, and I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Um, But you see the point. If you make it clear that you want to take over a country, you can do it either way. You can do it Obama's way, which you almost nearly lost your country because you got so many people are spoiled and love for it. They, it. they see that as freedom. And then Donald Trump comes along and say, what the hell's going on here? And it, that is scary. Now, the, the, the chances are that Donald Trump can be so strong, he could reverse that. Instead of being loved for being a weakling, see, on one side, you can also be intimidated to what you think is evil, Donald Trump. And if Donald Trump is strong enough and scary enough, because he's so opposite as to the fact of how the person has become dependent on Obama, the nice way, that loving the worst, all the pleasures that it takes, drugs, alcohol, abortion, everything. The, the principle is the same. It's shocking people and making them dependent on you. And then the dependent one will in turn do unto others what was done to him, etc. exponentially both ways. Where do the good people live in this so this, this story I've given you, both are wrong, but all of you are becoming slaves. You're listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at 1-800-866-8883. Okay, we're back again. Now, I think I said enough to for you to consider that in a marriage, it's the same thing. In a, in a relationship, a friendship can be a, 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 an appeasership, see? So you may have a friend who likes you, and he's got, got talent, he's, he's fun, etc., etc. He seems like a nice person, but he's not. And you get attracted to him, and you become his friend. And... If you are have a problem with your parents and you feel you've been uh, uh, imposed by them, in other words, you resent your parents and you're looking for friendship in somebody and, and looking for love in the, in the world, how many people look for, into the world for love? See, there's something missing. They don't look for God and they don't know how to find him. But you can find love in the world, which isn't isn't love at all. But the person would rise, and and see your needs. They feel it, they sense it, and they rise to the occasion of your need and give you something. And then you think to yourself, "What a wonderful person! Nobody has ever treated me this way." And you feel so flattered, and you enjoy the feeling. And then you become, let's say, on a local level, just two friends. It works for a couple of years, and then you begin to feel anxiety. 
And then you see, make a little story. Then all of a sudden you're a decent kid, but you're attracted to somebody who likes you because you have problems with the family and nobody likes you in your family. So you look for love and you find a friend. But what if this friend is a fiend? A real friend would tell you, hey, you're, a, you're an appeaser. You will never find a real friend because I, wouldn't, I don't want to be friends with an appeaser. I don't want to be friends with a bully. I want, I, I love to have friends, but they have to have some virtue. And, and the program is to help you to become virtuous, if you don't mind me saying so. Oh, I got the phone, but never mind. You just you will have to make a little noise every now and then. Forgive me, for I know not what I do. But you see, and so let's assume one day you see your friend taking drugs, but you didn't take it before, or um, something else. He's running around with a woman, and he's married. And then you're shocked, because you have a certain amount of sensibility. You've never seen that before. And then, then it comes then the anger you feel towards him. When you see he's running around with another woman, he's, he's hidden it from you, and you're halfway decent, because you actually look for love in the wrong places, the world. And you begin friends, and you do nice things together. But then all of a sudden, you, you see him running around with this woman, and you see it's not fair. So you speak up to him. Or you don't. And I'll give you the reason. If you speak up to him, you have a sense of knowing he will not be your friend, and you become addicted to that friend. So therefore, but you really... See, that, that need is appeasement. He needs the love, which isn't love, of his friend. And he thinks to himself, if I don't want to hurt his feelings, that there's the, there's the excuse mechanism. I don't want to hurt his feelings. But the truth of the matter is that all the love he's got was really nothing. It was a lie. He was actually becoming a slave and didn't see it. And so this slave thinks to himself, well, if I say anything, I'll hurt his feelings and he won't be my friend. Actually, that's what you should do. You should free yourself from that person. But the trouble is most of you don't. You feel guilty for resenting him. And that guilt makes you need him more. See, there's so many variations of this. My name is Roy Masters, and I want to continue with the thought. Now, we've, we have half of our country, half of our country are Marxists. In other words, instead of being a Hitler, instead of seeing Hitler as a beautiful being, glorious. You put the, the, um, the Marxists, communists, the Russia, communism, Marxism, they put many people in power 
except Reagan, but it's taken many, many, many years to bring this country to this state. I saw it when I came in, into this country, uh, but I was here in this country, of course, because I was practicing hypnotism, and I, I left my work in, in Houston to come on radio to explain all these things. And the first thing, I, when I started to talk about it, the media, it's 55 years, the media has degrading me like they're degrading um, our president. And so many of you think of me as something, something evil. In other words, you get a very bad reputation and you can't function. It's all lies, of course, because I speak the truth, the absolute truth. Now you can say this, are you absolutely sure? Yes, I am. I'm making some, I'm making some statements now, and you, you're grasping them. But myself, equivalent in the idea with Donald Trump, our president, the people who are spoiled and demoralized by him loving the worst in people, loving, strengthening the worst, and, and making them hungrier for his love. And, and the only way that he can be hungrier his love is to take taxes from you, take money from the work, people who work, and give it to the people who don't work. And pretty soon you have half the country, or more than half of the country, and there you've got a civil war going for you. We're right on the breach of that. And so those who have been mentored by Obama is, are now communists. They're Americans who think like communists. They're born in America, but because of their education and the aforementioned principles of raising up people and especially to the status of, of President of the United States, you can see you have a sick lot of people that are all disposable when they win the war, the Civil War. The first people to go are those who are involved in making that happen and, and realize that they've been had. And then they, in other words, killing them begins. I warn you, people who are in the, in the media, that if that happens, you're the first person to get murdered and serves you bloody well right. But at the same time, because your love for your evil, in other words, there's two kinds of, there's two kinds of uh, Marxists, two kinds of communists, in a manner of speaking, two kinds. One loves the worst in people and, and teaches them and lets them be free, drugs, alcohol, killing, murder. It, 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 nothing is done. Sanctuary cities for the, for the murderers, they want them all. Each one has a little nest egg. The person in charge 
of those cities, those, those cities that, uh, that people hide it in, they love that. It's a, it's a very simple thing. It, it attracts the worst in people, and the worst in people become numerous, and the numerousness of it, so to speak, emboldens the person to be dishonest and lies and it makes them feel better that they're worth, see? And so, if you're listening to this radio program, I have made it clear that the left are all communists and have a relationship with Russia, Marxism, and you do not know that's the case. Somebody could tell you it ain't so, I mean, I can tell you it is so. You Americans who hate Trump, who's real, he doesn't need anybody to love him and all the rest of it. He knows what right and wrong is, and the good people love that. Good people love strength and honor and integrity, and they, they deserve that. But there's too many of, of the opposite now. You've got more than half the country that are ruined. Teachers, university professors, all having been products of, of all the... There. All right, now. I wonder if you understand why are we going to have a civil war? We need, we need a strong man like Donald Trump, president. We need that man. He is a man. And I imagine decent women would really love that man. I am exactly like him. We're two peas in a pod so to speak. Now, I am not into politics. I can explain politics as you've seen it and how it comes about. But now we need to know how do we undo it? How do we undo it? Because when you're facing more than half of the country that wants to tear you to pieces, you're going to be under stress very much like one person stresses another and causes them to become do along get along with 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 them. The principle is immense, and so what you're facing are millions of broken people who think that they are an American, but they're a lot of dirty little rats. Now. You don't hear Donald Trump say that. He's a gentleman. I'm not a gentleman. I, w I come from a different place. See, I'm not in politics. My world is from within me, from my creator. So I can say what the hell I want, or the heaven I want, or what is given to me to say to you. How do you deal with the left? How do you get them to, to make the, to see that they've been 
They've been tricked. Some of you listening to me right now are waking up. God bless you. You've been you've been lied to. You've been demoralized. You've been everything that's bad. As if it was good. And you have, you have your anxieties. And it's okay to have drugs. Oh, so let's bring some more drugs into the country. Let, let's let down the, the, the borders so we get more of our kind. And the more kind we have, the more chance we have what's left of the country. That's the reason why we go and close that area. I can remember many years ago, 50 years ago, Mexico was a beautiful place. You walk across and come back. And decent people, even though they're not very healthy or wealthy, they're decent. They still are decent now, but they're being used by other, by other forces we won't go into to come bring in all the worst kind of people. And you have a you had an Obama that was allowing for it because he wants more and more and more wicked people that love and and love them for it and encourage them for it and all of a sudden you'll see what a slave you have become and that you're not really an American person you're just born here and you're born with the ideas that are against the Constitution, and anything that's decent. You're listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at 1-800-866-8883. Okay. Now, here's what I'm, I'm offering here. I, Roy Masters, am all alone on this program. And since I started my radio program in 1960, having uh, played with uh, hypnosis for three months, three years and three months, and then writing books, and saying everybody's in a hypnotic state. Nearly everybody have anxieties and fears and guilts. To take drugs, legal or illegal, you're not curing the problem. What you need is real courage. Real, real courage. Where do you get from? You can't make it. It has to be given to you. You have to long for it. It's a spiritual thing. And I can show you, if you can actually see what I'm saying about yourself, being an appeaser to your husband, being an appeaser to your wife, is war. You give in to get along. The more you give in, the more power you give them to make you believe in. And the more you hate, and the more you hate, the more you feel guilty, and the more you feel guilty the more you give in for peace and there is no peace, etc., etc., etc. These these two ideas, these two kind of leaders, one is Hitler, 
with force, force, react, react. See, and he's very, very powerful. He creates a whole period, a whole nation of, of, of people like people, likewise, and rewards them for their cruelty, to the extension of cruelty to do unto others what was done to them. There's the whole. The truth is, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. But that's the other one's back to front, and that's how a whole country is created. And with Obama, you have to really understand him. He is the extension of a project started God knows how many years ago. All right. Um, Let me see. There's a call in Massachusetts. Is it Jack? Hello, Jack. Good evening, Roy. How are you? I'm jolly good. Thank you. So I, I've got a persistent problem that I've been dealing with for a lot of my life. I've got uh, I got a bully who I've been going to school with since I was in the first grade. And for some reason or another, this guy persists in my life. Uh, not so much in the physical anymore, but uh, his, his legacy of, of kind of bullying and intimidation uh, was... Uh, particularly effective on me. Uh, I grew up in a big family. And, uh, you know, my, my dad was a little bit of a bully, but he meant well. Uh, and and uh, I've just, I, I've, I've kind of traced everything back to my roots, and I'm, I, I can't get by this guy in my mind I'm trying to figure out if I can fix my situation with him. Yeah, hold, hold the line. Uh, what you need to understand of, are you a Christian gentleman? Absolutely. Uh, but the, uh, Jesus says, of myself I can do nothing. The Father within me, he doth the work. Do you believe that? Yes. All right, well, why it's, are you struggling? Because it's, it's tormenting. Uh, no, but you see, you've allowed yourself to be upset when you were very young. Uh I can tell you that when a child, I know a story of many, I would say many women like this, they, 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 um, how can I say it without being rude? They, they, they do their duty in their underwear like a baby. And, and the reason for this is the fact that they hate the family when they were ki- when they were kids, and 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 the resentment caused them to want to get attention, uh, to get love, and so therefore they act like a baby. Deep down inside, they act like a baby, and then they have problems with that um, their bathroom. Um, behaviors as they grow older. And it's a very strange thing. It, it keeps alive a problem. That anything that hurts you, anybody that hurts you as a kid, 
it will introduce into you a piece of them that is subject to them and you try to get away from it and the more you try to get away from it the worse it becomes in other words how can I say it can you see that when you get upset about something I spend a I spend the whole more, uh, half of an hour explaining when you react to somebody, when you're very small, you get attention about having, going, having going to the bathroom. And when you find the weak spot of the other person, then you keep, you, the tendency is to keep on that, going to the, not going to the bathroom or doing it in your pants, so to speak, to attract attention because it's the only way that you get attention to that get kind of love. And it's, all right. unco- it's, it's unconscious. Correct. It's unconscious. So how do you, how do you, how do you, how do you take that root out of you? Well, the, how can I say this? All you need to do is realize how much, another, whenever you had uh, inter, interrelationship when you've been bullied and you're very very young and you keep giving in and you keep giving in then there's the identity of the person is inside you and now you need now you're a different person you're no longer subject to God you're subject of the bully that the more he loves you the worse you get and the more brutal he is to you, the more guilty you feel and want to be loved by him. And, you, and what you need to see is that's what's going on in your head. You, what you need to do is let it go. What you need to do, can you look at it when the picture comes up, when the feeling comes up, understand it's not your feeling. It's the way you've got to be. In other words, you've got a feeling. When you get angry with somebody, you get a feeling. When you get a feeling, you take on the nature of the person who's made that feeling in you and put themselves in there. So you need them to love you. You need them to have peace, and there is no peace. God is out of the picture. But now you have to be still. I'm asking you to see that you become, this is, this is not your fault. This is how it is with everybody. Everybody has problems, is a bully or a coward. A whole country is bullies and cowards. And, and then we manipul- manipulate each other on a grand scale, or we manipulate each other as an, uh, as an intercourse with another person. But the problem is, the more, the more you look for love from them, the more... The more they can control you. And so you have to give in to a person for that love, for the approval, you see. So you become an appeaser, an appeaser. And as you get older, other people can um, jump in, into that place of the person, and do the same thing to you all your life, and you, and you never draw a sane breath as long as you live. What you need to do 
is what I did when I was a kid and didn't know what it was that was a gift. I had a little fight with an eight-year-old. I mean, I was eight years old, and my cousin is nine years old. But he said something so bad, it made a, a it felt like a stone in my solar plexus. I mentioned on last Friday. Then I said to myself, like this, "That's interesting. I wonder why I have uh, those words uh, and that feeling he gave me. What is that?" Why does it feel like a knot, like a stone, is in me? I couldn't figure it out, and guess what I did? I let it go. I let it go. I let the whole thing go, the fact that it hit me. I let it go. And so I've learned to understand that there's something about letting it go, meaning looking at the cruelty but not getting upset about it. I wasn't, I wasn't upset but because this was the first time I ever had any kind of fight like that. But when it happened, intuitively, I, I hate to say this because it sounds like I'm bragging, but I had an intuitive self that everybody has, but I have come from a good home. And so... I wasn't bullied. My parents loved me in a proper way and let me be free. And, but in that moment, I didn't understand what was happening to me. I never lost my virtues. I never, I never was angry. I always stood up for myself, which my father encouraged. Stand up for yourself, etc., etc. And just a few things like that. My whole life, it changed my whole life. Uh, so what you need to do is when you see that picture of that person in, your, in, that person, in another person that has the same proclivity, if you see that, you want to hate that person. My wife had a love-hate relationship. I'm a good husband, and she knows it better than most. But never mind, she projects onto me what her father did in order to feel strong about herself, secret anger. And then she feels guilty, and then she loves me. And then that will go for a little while, and she finds herself giving in for love, and she, she feels guilty about that. So she starts an argument, hoping that I be upset. But the thing is, I'm sharing with you. 64 years has gone by, and she just woke up yesterday. She just woke up from it. I stood the ground, never flinched. I'm still that little boy who lets it go by and not understand it. But understanding comes if you do that. It will go, it will go away if you try to fix yourself of myself I can do nothing, said Jesus. You can't do anything about it. Don't try. But just understand that your friend, the the bully, does not know what he does. Uh, Jack, did you understand what I mean? There's got to be a way 
for you so that you have to deal with the past. Is he, is he, is he still there? All right. Uh, did you understand what I was saying? Did anybody miss what I was saying? I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask you. Which person are you? Are you angry? Now, are you angry and have become an appeaser for peace? Are you an appeaser all the time? So everybody says, oh, she's so wonderful. She gives the shirt off her back. And she continues giving her shirt off her back. And she, everybody thinks, what a wonderful person this is. You could become even famous for that. I think a woman in India got it. And she was no damn good. Everybody thought she was wonderful. But you don't know the real story of it. I wish I could remember the name. I, I think you can guess it, though, better than I can remember it, because I never I didn't write it down this evening to talk to you about that. No. Are you an appeaser? As America, are you Americans appeasers? Yes. If you appease your wife, if you appease your husband, if you appease anybody... If you don't stand your ground in the beginning, this is what happens to you. In other words, you become an appeaser and a bully. In other words, you become, you, you, you appease a bully, you take in the, the identity. And, and the relationship is to love the bully and to want more because he's looking for the, the love of the bully, and if the bully loves, he makes, you, he makes you one of them. You can have a gang that way. It's the same thing with an appeaser. Obama is the opposite. He knows, I think he knows exactly what he's done. He is, he is a Marxist. He's a, basically a Russian. What do I call about that? I'll be right back. Yeah, program number is 9003. If you want to get a copy of it, uh, call my office, 800-877-3227, and you can hear it over and over again on my website until ne the next evening, nine nine zero zero three. So what you, what you have become under the sun of what's, what was set in motion many presidents ago, it could be 10... 15 presidents, the Marxists, the communists, they will wait a long time. They will spend 15, 20% of, of what they have as a, in the government building up the idea 
going to the universities. If I want to conquer a country, I go to a university. If I have the skills, which I don't want, of course, but if I have the skill, I have those skills. Don't, don't get me wrong. I have those skills. I know how to outdo them. I know how to change them into changelings. But I don't like to do this. I love my country too much. I know too much about this. And I want to hear somebody call. Listen, they say bad things about um, Donald Trump. They say it. But no one ever says, comes up to me and says it. Nobody. Because I have something, I have a gift I can share with you. If you can hear where I'm coming from, my voice is not like anybody else's. When I was young, when I was old, which is that now. And there's something in me that will not flinch for any reason. In other words, I found my creator. Jesus said, now I've got to bring this back and make a point for, for real Christians. I'm Jewish, but I love, I love, I almost said, you are Jesus. But he's, he's my rabbi. So I didn't have to change my religion, did I? Call me a Christian, I don't care what you call me. But I, I see, he's my rabbi. He's my teacher. I see the truth of him and the truth of the story in the Bible. And because I do, and because I was always open to it, always looking for how people get destroyed over and over again from the same principle, appease, appease, appease as a country, and you embolden the bullies. That's what happens. The bullies understand appeasement. But the bully, when they come in contact with Roy Masters or Donald Trump, if I may so, I'd, I'd, I appreciate his way of thinking. It's very, very close to mine, if not the same gift that is given to him, even though he had some wives and he made mistakes, that everybody makes mistakes, that you have to have that. Everything bad happens for good. You can't expect everything to be good all the time. So if something bad, it, it will teach you something. How do you, take, how do you deal with it? Do you flinch? Do you give in? Do you, beca- do, you, do you do fight back and do unto others what they were doing to you? It doesn't work. If you're going to be a, a Christian soldier, onward Christian soldiers, I said, I was... I wish I could play that music right now. It's beautiful. But what you need to do is take a look at the thought and realize you still hate that person. And there's something in you that tries as if you had the power to fix yourself. Now you have an immune system, we understand. But if you have anger, you're running on the wrong energy. Animals, monkeys... They have emotions, and they can run and fight and kill each other and befriend each other and get together and eat, eat their own kind. 
But you, but this is happening to Americans, the people that do that same thing that the monkeys do, and feel justified in it. I'm trying to say to you, bad times are coming, and you can see how many people in America hate Donald Trump, and. I don't know how many people in America know Roy Masters, but if you hate Donald Trump, that's one thing. You lose. But if you hate Roy Masters, I have, listen carefully, you've read it. those of you who are listening to me already know what I'm about to say. You recognize where I am coming from. In other words, of myself, I can do nothing. When you get the idea, it's simple. Of myself, I can do nothing about this because it's spiritual. The, the, the giving in factor is the guilt, but you're not really guilty like Adam was. We won't go into that. How you got it was this. It's through the generations the generations after generations, we're all born into a culture. And when we're born into the culture, we take on. The culture overcomes us while we're still small. And it's in those childish days, in those days of old, where all the cruelties begin to, you become, to become aware of what's going on. And you have an intuitive and you see the injustice everywhere. Your parents, drugs, alcohol, cruelty, bullying, giving in. Got to choose. Which one are you going to be? And one of them you be is only one of two. But there's a third one. And the third one is, is speaking to you. Of myself, I can do nothing. I don't prepare for my show. See? I just wait to see how it unfolds. I'm listening to my own voice and my voice is teaching me what I've never said or what I have been given to say over and over again because you've never seen it first, the first time gone so fast. By the way, when you go to the website, you will see that they're making a movie out of me, uh, for me, and they're coming from another country, from India. Been, a gentleman has been following me for 38 years. He worked for me. It made his life different. He's made 17 movies, and Will you support that too? We have to put something in the pot. Thank you very much. It will be the story of my life, which will be much more interesting than the radio programs. 800-877-3227. Post Office Box 1000, Grants Pass, Oregon 97528.